Okay, queen. And yes, I mean queen. Did you know that in chess, the most powerful piece that each player has as the queen is defined as the girl who's very important or successful at something. One who inherits the position by right of birth. I think it's crazy how all of these things are describing you. Just replace your name with queen in each of those statements and you'll see what I'm talking about. You defy the odds of what everyone thinks about you just by waking up every morning. To endure the things you've gone through and still go through is something to be proud of. But if I'm being honest, sometimes wearing the crown is exhausting. And that's okay. I'm here to unpack with you. So let's talk about it. Story time. <laughs> this is so embarrassing to say out loud. Why do I do this to myself? <laughs> Let me start from the beginning. So how I am financially now, it wasn't always like this. Like I complained about my finances, but in the beginning, <laughs> it wasn't this way. As soon as I got out of high school, I opened a bank account. And when I first opened up the bank account, I was big money balling. Ask me where the money came from. I don't even remember, like, for real. But seriously, like, money, money. Like, that was me. Rich and bougie, yes. Like, <laughs> I used to throw money any and everywhere. It was, it was like it was almost ending. In my mind, it just couldn't run out. And the crazy thing was, the more I spent, the more money would come in. Crazy. <laughs> I used to freely give money to people. If you need money, literally I would just give it. Sometimes you wouldn't even need to ask, just, just give you the money. I was, I was just a giver. <laughs> I used to buy people food. I used to pay for people's meals, like in the drive-thrus and things like that. I used to be the best gift giver because, you know, I could afford it. And I used to spoil the hell out of myself, okay? Whatever you want, I'll get it for you, okay? That's what, that was me in the mirror. <laughs> I can have it. I want it, I'm going to have it. But, you know, eventually, you know, as some time passed, I got a job because, you know, I wanted to be able to sustain my expenses, you know. Even though I knew it was never ending, I still wanted to... I wanted to be practical, okay? <laughs> but the job that I got, I ended up hating it there. It was the worst job I've ever worked. But, you know, I'm, I'm not going to get into that because that's, that, that's another story. I'm going to expound on that another time. <laughs> but, yeah, so I ended up quitting because I hated it there. I only worked there for, like, three months, but it was the worst three months of my life. And I quit, and... But I was still living my fancy, generous, luxurious life, you know, because I got used to it. So I was still living it. But after, after a few months, um, I noticed my bank account, the numbers were dropping, you know. And the more and more time would go on, it just, it just kept looking different. <laughs> It just wasn't what it was before, and I was confused, like, what's going on here? And I couldn't find a job. Like, for real, for real, I could not. It was like, why can't I find a job? And my money was decreasing day by day, and finding a job was becoming the hardest thing for me to do. So I stopped using my money. 
I wouldn't pay for other people. I wouldn't be giving my money away anymore. I stopped spoiling myself. The only thing I continued to do was buy food for me. <laughs> and, you know, like catching Ubers for myself if I really, really needed it. As time was going on, you know, day by day, my money was just decreasing. And it was super scary to look at my bank account daily because I was like, yo, it wasn't like this. So I started to get extremely money hungry. Like, what can I do for money? Where can I get the money? And, you know, of course, um, <clears throat> being a stripper was the first thing in my mind. Why am I like this? <laughs> Anyways, so one day I was on Instagram and someone followed me. And it was this girl, you know, I gave her the time of day. That was the first problem. <laughs> and she was telling me this whole stop story. Like, she was saying how she was poor and she needed money for school and her job wasn't paying enough and she had a daughter at home and it was just all this stuff, you know. And then she just flipped the script and she was like, but then I got this job and it was the best job ever and it changed my life. You know, they gave me money and she's like, it could do the same for you. Whatever you have, they can make it better. It was a whole thing, whatever, right? And so after a whole lot of convincing and promises, she actually got me to join her. Yes, she did. <laughs> she said that all I have to do is just give her a picture of my card and all my banking information. Yes, my dumb behind actually did it. Everything she told me to do, I did but why? It was because I was desperate, guys, okay? I was desperate and naive, and I really just, I really wanted the money, or I felt like I needed the money. Well, <laughs> that was dumb, and I cannot express how utterly stupid that was, okay? Like, what the actual hell is wrong with me? Like, even now, just saying the story over and over, when I tell people, it just sounded fishy. Like, why did I believe that? desperation guys <laughs> don't give in <laughs> whatever but the next day after I gave her all the stuff I checked my account and can you believe it it actually had like a lot of money I think she gave me like it was like two thousand or three thousand dollars but it was instantly in a night so to me I was like wow that worked <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> and I was excited I didn't use the money though but it was so crazy and then a day after that, um, I check my account and I'm getting messages, the bank telling me that fraud was done or something like that. Yes, okay, yes, these people did fraud on my account. Yes, I know. You probably guessed that halfway towards the story. Yes, I know. Yes, that's what happened. They did fraud on my account and I let them because I gave them all the information and stuff. <sighs> Whatever. Yes, it was foolish of me. Yes, I learned my lesson. No, I didn't even get to use the money. <laughs> and my account was closed, and I had to make another account in another bank account and make money the correct and legal way. Whatever. I know we were getting to it. Let's just all say it, okay? Because I know, I know we're waiting. Tragic. <laughs> What's going on, Queen Crew? I hope you guys are doing amazing, like, for real. 
I really hope you guys are doing great because, you know, I was trying to see if y'all was okay last time. So I hope you guys are doing amazing. Not great, not okay, not fine, not swell, you know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. I just hope you guys are doing amazing because I love you guys, okay? Well, I go to this church. This church name is Life Church. And the pastor of Life Church, basically ever since he opened up his house, I guess even when he got the vision of his house, it was to open it up to anyone in the church, even people who are not in the church, like anyone who just wants to feel love, I guess, or feel homey and things like that. He opened up his house and the church calls it Live Cribs, you know, like M MTV Cribs or whatever it was called. I wasn't allowed to watch that stuff, but you know what I'm talking about. That's kind of what he did. It was kind of like a joke and it stuck. So everyone calls it Live Cribs. And it's pretty much like a chill spot. Like everyone comes there to chill. People spend their time there. Some people even sleep over. People make beats there. People, um, someone had started their own business, like their cooking business there. One time, um, my oven. It was a long story, but I needed an oven <laughs> last minute, and I went over there, put it in the oven, came back. You know, it's 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 like a hangout spot. It's like a whatever-you-need spot, you know, and a lot has happened in that house. But one thing they're famous for is making people feel like it's your own house. So, like, if me casa is to casa <laughs> was a reality, it would literally be live cribs. Like, that should be the model. Like, I never thought about that. <laughs> but it should. Like, I'm, and me, me personally, I'm not comfortable with walking up into people's house, you know, going in their room, turning on their TV, everybody sleeping. I'm just walking in, you know, going in the kitchen, making myself food. Like, that's weird to me. That's not how I grew up. So I'm kind of uncomfortable with that. But the people who live there, especially the pastor, they, like, they get offended when you don't do things like that. Like, that's weird to them if you don't do it. So, and it would be weird to me, like, ugh, like, it's just uncomfortable. But after some time, you know, after them nagging about, oh, you never do this, you never do that, you know, I was like, maybe, maybe it's me. Maybe I need to be comfortable because these are people I spend my life with. Like, I see these people all the time. So why am I not comfortable with it, you know? So I tried it. I was like, let me see if I do what they say to do. Let me, let me take some food. Let me come early in the morning and watch some TV, you know, like things like that. Let me see what my boundaries are right? Let's see if they get mad, if they actually mean what they say. And, you know, I tried it one time. I walked into the house. I seen some water in a jug. I took a cup and I drank that water, y'all. Yes, I did. <laughs> but nothing happened. Nothing happened. And so as time progressed, I started using more and more things. And the owner, you know, the pastor of the house, basically, he opened it up to everyone. Whatever he says happens. So now that it's opened up to everyone, everything is accessible to whoever wants it. Whatever is in the house is now accessible to you. And that's how he created it. I have this word that I'm hoping you guys never heard before so that it could be just as amazing to you guys as it was to me. The word is opulence. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Opulence means great wealth or luxuriousness. When I heard it, I thought it was 
very interesting. I was like, ooh, what does this mean? But when I looked it up, I was like, yep, this is the one. This is exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> because great wealth, that's what we, us as queens, strive to be described as. Not only us as queens, but us as children of the kingdom. A queen is powerful. A queen is authoritative. A queen is regal. A queen is courageous. A queen is bold. A queen is is confident. A queen encourages and motivates. A queen doesn't try to be anything. She just is. We are royalty. So a lot of people around me grew up in less than desirable circumstances. Single mothers, poor communities, things like that. But I didn't. I grew up extremely privileged. I didn't think it was privileged. I just thought, you know, I had strict parents and it was annoying and I couldn't be like everybody else or hang out with everybody else or sleep over people's house. But, you know, as I grew up, I was extremely privileged, okay? I lived in a nice community. I went to the white schools. It was me, my sisters, and I have a brother. So we we showered twice a day. We had a set time and day when our mom would do our hair. We ate regularly three times a week plus snacks. Um, You know, we paid for lunch. We never really had, like, a moment that I could say we didn't have or we couldn't have. If we went to the store and we wanted something, we could literally just get it. Mom, I don't want bagels today. I want French toast sticks. She'd be like, okay, let's switch it up, get it for a plus cereal. If we still wanted bagels on top of that, still get that, eggs. You know, like whatever we wanted, we could basically get when, I don't know if y'all remember about this time, but when chips were four for a dollar, those are the good times. <laughs> My mom used to buy us chips because it was four of us, you know. If I seen some gum, if I seen some chocolate, we, she could get it. I'm just trying to stress that we really didn't, it was never a lack, you know? So I'm realizing, I'm looking at the life I grew up in and I'm realizing that I still live that life. I still lived that life when I was getting scammed on. When I, like I said, when I was scamming, I was so desperate for money that I ended up getting into a situation where I lost more than I gave. I seem to have forgotten who I was and where I came from. I was stressing over money that I could have easily gotten if I just asked the people who made me and are here to help me. I was stuck in a place where I didn't know where my help comes from. This is for anyone listening to me. I have this feeling that you forgot who you were. You forgot where your help comes from. Let me remind you, You are a queen. You come from a royal kingdom. And you have a helper that wants to give you all that you ask for and more. But you're scrambling and doing all these things to get money when you could just easily get it from the one who made you. The one who's here to help and wants to help you. You. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. I want to leave you with this. John 15, 7. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. Whatever you ask for, it's yours. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Hey Queens. 
I want to know how it made you feel. And be honest. Or maybe you want to ask me a question or leave a topic for me to talk about. I want it all. And I'm here for you. So hit me up. I want you to remember this. Wearing the crown does get heavy. But stand strong with your head up high and do it with confidence. There's purpose in your pain. And I'm so proud of you for moving forward. I love you. Until next time, 